0: welcome to
1: so many bits i'm your host bill nielsen and joining me once again for my palatial one bedroom apartment in chicago is chris arnes chris
0: how are you? Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me back on, man. Um place looks great. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. you always take time to compliment my apartment. I'm very nosy, so I like to snoop and look at all the cool things. And you've got a, like a little museum of cool stuff. So I appreciate, you know, the nerd in me likes to look at all the cool nerd stuff. So Bill's got cool nerd stuff, y'all. I do
1: I, I have a little I'm not shelf. Being, yeah
0: I'm not being uh, it's not like Jesus. you're going yeah. in like under my bed
1: and pulling things out. there's like a very no. visible display no, of like, I would never do that a Lego Voltron yes so yeah,
0: which is very cool that is really cool that's uh, super cool
1: I, I, I know at one point for a very brief time it was on sale for like 120 bucks at like Walmart. But, whoa yeah, I would keep an eye on that one i these sets t- I tend to go up in value over time.
0: I think Legos always do, right? Like, I knew a guy that... I met a, a guy that bought my bike from sold stuff on eBay as well. And a lot of it was, like, complete bagged, like, uh, sometimes boxed Lego sets. And, like, I remember the Harry Potter ones were going out of prints, like, from the original time they, they went through. And they were worth a lot of money. Like, more money than they cost when they came out initially. Because people are totally insane. I was thinking for a minute about getting the lego
1: simpsons house oh yeah because i thought i saw it on sale for like 80 bucks online yeah and i was like oh that's not that like 200 right. right yeah so the thing i found was the box for the set
0: mm. not
1: the set
0: totally yeah so yeah it's a you normal can, thing you buy
1: you can uh get maybe for 200 the the counterfeit version of the lego set like, wow! Someone like makes a non Lego knockoff of it.
0: That sounds pretty good too.
1: I, I don't think there's a huge difference honestly. Not really.
0: I I I know like the figures. Sometimes the figures just they cost a lot because they come in the expensive sets and the only way to get certain ones. Um, and then they're just expensive. Like like forty dollars for a Lego figure. Um, I I remember Candice LeRae and um, and Joey Gargano uh, bought the Simpsons house at some point and built it together over a weekend. Um, like on YouTube or something. I think they did it over like Twitch or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is a while ago. Maybe they didn't do that, they definitely posted about it on their Instagram accounts. They're both wrestlers by the way, and they're married. Um, it's very cute. Yeah. they're very great. They're both great wrestlers. So, uh, Candice LeRae is incredibly talented. Both of them are, but yeah. Um, I yeah. like that their
1: character is the same, too. Like, this underdog
0: lady face that gets their ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. And then they're just, like... But they're also just really good wrestlers. I don't know. I always thought Candice LeRae's thing was, like, a little bit like a Disney... Like, she was kind of like a Disney princess, almost. Like, she didn't come out in dresses or anything, but she came out in, like, bright out, Like, really nice, colorful outfits and, like, long, you know, luxurious blonde hair or something. So, she's... Uh, that Io Shirai match that she had at takeover was insane it was so good arguably the best match of the night really i would say so yeah, yeah. i agree with you i agree with you bill <laughs> uh, poor johnny and uh and adam cole um the that mat- that match was pretty good but it was a little long i think it wasn't their best it wasn't their yeah m- it wasn't, wasn't that it wasn't that that wasn't their best match no sorry guys oh we did it a bit sorry guys don't kill me adam cole baby they're not going to kill you. Yeah, they might. They're listening to hear us talk about video games. Yep, that's true. Uh, get
1: to the video games, guys. All right, Adam. All right, Johnny. We'll get to it. <laughs> hey, Chris.
0: Yeah. What you playing? Oh, man. I feel like I've been saying the same thing. Or on, but um, I've shifted back over to Overwatch because they added... Uh, recently, they added Sigma... Their newest character, 30... 31. one yeah. And he has feet, and he has feet. He has feet, and uh, apparently there was some um, there was some controversy over that because he was the artist that did his um, that drew out his original art designs for it. Like was like, well, he like was from an insane asylum, so like he doesn't wear shoes because people don't wear shoes in the insane asylum, and I think mm. people took it as like uh, he's an insane person and. People insane. People don't do. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't really keep track of any of that stuff at all. But he 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 has skins that have shoes, so it's not like yeah. he's not going to wear them if given the chance. 2019
1: video game controversies: woman wearing a sports bra, man wearing shoes. Yeah,
0: wait, who was wearing a sports
1: bra? Tifa. Tifa was. Well, in the, in the remake, yeah. Uh, oh Her, yeah, like, and got guys a,
0: got mad because uh, they thought their, their wife's were
1: not small or not big enough.
0: Oh my god uh okay we're done we're done with this world let's start a new one um yeah so i uh and they added um they added a new um queue system uh for ranks where you choose your role ahead of time so you don't have to worry about um being forced to play healer when you want to play when you're better maybe better prepared to play like a damage dealer or a tank and right. other people, you'll play with other people that are looking to play the roles that you might not want to be playing at that current moment. Because,
1: like, there's in the game of Overwatch, there are basically three rules that yeah. all the characters fall into. There used the, to be
0: four. I forget what those were.
1: They were like offense, defense, tank, support. Yeah, but they got rid of defense because they felt like it wasn't clear enough how like those characters were meant to be utilized. So Who they were they, was,
0: too? It was, it was Symmetra, Corbjorn, yeah, Bastion, May. and May. Yeah. Was that were, it? Yeah. And they never made a new defense character. Or, I don't did, think, it was like think so. like tank, healer. Because, like, Sombra was
1: offense. Brig- Brigitte was tank. No, Brigitte's support. Yeah. Moro's support. Ari- Ariza. Was Ariza a tank? She or was a tank. tank? Okay. Maybe
0: she was support, actually. Or support tank? I don't know yeah i don't know point
1: is like they kind of try to guide people towards having an even distribution of each role on the team yeah but people don't do that Mm and because they like playing the damage characters more which is reasonable i can or they want
0: to be a sick ninja or their name is like their their gamer tag is like broody crow fist and then it's like well they only are going to play reaper Obviously, so...
1: See, my tag is Akatsuki Goku 420 Oh, so
0: you're always playing Hanzo or, um... Well, Hanzo does the most damage. I
1: get gold damage every time, so obviously I'm doing the
0: best. He... I feel like he is a better character now. Like, I get him more. I'm still absolute crap with, uh... uh Genji, though. I can't play him to save my life. Genji's hard. He's tough. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually... They'll make, like, tier... Like, they have, like, a list of, like forget like this character is this easy to learn or this hard to learn yeah they do give a degree of difficulty
1: to each character like from one star to three star
0: yeah and the summer event for overwatch just ended too so uh we're getting that halloween event baby those spooky skins i need them yeah um and they do such i think they do such a good job i know loot box is probably going to but Good. like, yeah, they should they should be. But like, it definitely is like all. There's no DLC for this game, you know. Like, it's been able to be supported across the years because they still make money through these things. I think like, I think if anyone, Wizards done it probably the best way. But I think there needs to be, you know, it, it's they need to figure something else out, obviously. And I, I don't want it to be like, oh, every skin, every gold skin costs ten dollars, and that's how much you get to spend. To get them directly.
1: Yeah. Um, that mean, that's suck. true. You don't want yeah. that.
0: I don't want that. And I... Because, uh, like, Apex Legends is doing a solo event right now. And you got to spend, like... They have all these really great skins for a game that has, like, really not a lot of good unlocks at all.
1: Yeah, I, I recall hearing most of the skins in Apex are not good.
0: They're bad. So, yeah, I haven't played Apex at all. I- I- I w- they have a solo mode now, which... Is, Doesn't it invalidate like three-fifths or maybe two-fifths of
1: the characters to have a solo mode? Because like their yeah. powers rely on helping other people out.
0: Yeah, so like I don't know. I always use Wraith. So, like She's my main. And actually I was playing it um, with a friend like a month ago. Maybe a little less than that. Um, I didn't know what it was when I unlocked it. But I unlocked the – I spent maybe $15 on it like to get um, some I don't know why I, 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 to buy stuff for oh for the battle pass or something I, I wanted to buy the battle pass so I could like I, when I, I would actually rank up and unlock stuff um, and so I didn't spend that much money on it but they have a um, like they, they have like their gold tier stuff legendary maybe is what it's called and they had like something I didn't know was in the game because I was I really kept track of it when it first came out um, where you unlock a bunch of stuff for Wraith where it's like you get like a character I don't know like you get like a kunai knife that you can like equip instead of like punching people with your fist you use like a little like kunai knife instead but it's that's cosmetic right it it's cosmetic stuff like... all of it's cosmetic stuff but it's all listed as like a gold bronze color and it's called like mythic or something and there's I, I was I read about it after because I was like how did I unlock this you know and it was like oh you have like less than one percent chance to unlock it every time you unlock a bo- a crate a loot crate um but if you spend four hundred dollars in the game you automatically get it i didn't spend four hundred dollars in the game so i just got it like luckily um which i thought was pretty cool but like the new stuff they are doing in apex is like spend 250 dollars to unlock every all these new great skins I don't know. It just seems like a big. That's like seems like the really bad cash grab because you can't like playing the event doesn't unlock anything for you, really. You get you could maybe unlock one box that costs like eight dollars or something, um, and that's the kind of bad. You know, I think a lot of people are saying your EA is showing, but um, I've not been playing much Apex lately. I haven't playing a lot of Magic Arena lately. I have been preparing. For Borderlands 3, which I've been waiting like seven years for, so I'm very excited. And um, I've been I went back with my friends and then myself really and played through all the DLC and all the story, um, all the side missions I never completed. And we're looking at doing raid bosses this week, um, which is something I I never did as well because I never got really got super competitive playing that game. I just like played it a few times. Um, all the way through with different characters, but yeah, I'm very excited about Borderlands Three. And
1: see, so you was, you told me you played
0: all the DLC, so like the Tiny Tina stuff. Yeah, Tiny Tina was the last one I played. Um, so like, it's I forgot which I forgot which ones were in there. Actually, there's like a pirate one with Scarlet. Yeah, pirates, uh, pirate booty or whatever. Um, there's the Torg one, um, campaign of Carnage, or yeah, and there's. Tiny Tina, and...
1: There is one other one. I forget what it is. Like, Dr. Ned? Dr. Ned something?
0: That's in the first game. Where mm-hmm. you're Zombie Island or whatever? Yeah. I was, like, confusing them all, too. There's four. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's, like, a. it's just a bunch of arena things or something. Um, and, and then there's, like, a bunch of Headhunter DLCs that are really small. They cost, like, $3 when they came out. But, like, the Jack collection has everything unlocked in it, which is nice. Um... And yeah, I'm just really hoping that Borderlands Three, because we don't know everything about it, and I know that like um, they're changing some of the shops up in it, and people are like a little worried that they're gonna have like a lot of cosmetic stuff behind a paywall, um, because they're adding a lot of different cosmetic things for the ship you're gonna be on, which is Sanctuary Three, and um, like it's like. Oh wait, is this like? Because you guys said you weren't gonna do like microtransactions, but like, <laughs> are you? Because that's not gonna be a good look, you know? Like to to come out and say we're not gonna have microtransactions for this, but then actually absolutely do it. Because they have like a they have a season pass already for it. Like they're gonna have new characters and new DLC. Um, the writing sounds pretty good, and it's I was kind of you know Anthony Birch is on the writing team this time for it. Um, he left, I think a while ago to go to Doom Rocket and try to do their show for Hulu. Um, I think he's a great right writer um, and Handsome Jack was a very charismatic kind of like deeper villain I think like because it, it, was, it was an awful piece of crap like character who constantly backstabbed you but there was like um, I think some depth like with some of the, su- the stuff you learned about him you know. Like, you know, like, he's not... He's still human, you know? And you still got to kill him at the end of the game. Um, So he's dead. So the new one is, like, um, is going to be these Calypso twins. And I just found out because I was watching a video of, like, um, some people talking about it. And they're basically Twitch streamers. Um, Not actually Twitch. They're, like, Echo streamers. So, yeah. And I was the same reaction that you're doing right now. That's what I had. Um, But then I was like watching some people talk about it and they are like, they had the same reaction to that too. And they were like, does this feel like kind of just like reactionary to current culture and stuff? And they were talking to two of the head writers for the game and they were like, you know what? We really thought of that going into it. And we I guess the thing we really think about it is like when we're looking at it was that all the other villains in Borderlands have been, the ceos essentially of these gun companies that you're constantly looting all these guns in the game um and each company has this like figurehead in it that's like extremely charismatic and like or weird you know in some way and they're like you know like Twitch streaming and, like, you know, like, video game streaming and stuff has been this, like, whole new thing that got way ahead of any video game corporation, you know, like, and they don't know how to react to it because, like, Twitch streaming does such a better job at selling a product, I think, than, like, an advertisement does, you know, and when they try to build that, it seems hollow. When a company tries to build this, like, Twitch stream brand thing, it comes off as disingenuous and hollow, and... I think the, the thing of this is, like, these these Twitch streamer kids, twins, um, are murder streamers for Echo Net thing, and they've, like, built a cult out of their, like, literally a cult of personality sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in, because I was, like, I think everyone was just, like, well, like, how are they going to make this game intriguing, you know? How what what foil can they give at this point? That's gonna be interesting to like come up against.
1: Yeah, I, I, I
0: guess. I mean, yeah. I
1: never really concerned myself much with like Handsome Jack yeah. or the villainy in the other two games, so I'm not that worried about like whether I like the villains in three or not.
0: Well, he was in every game after that too. Like he was in pre sequel because it was a prequel to the sequel to Portal Two, um, and he's. Like he's trying to be a good guy in it for a majority of the game, but like slowly, like descends into madness, and then he's in the Telltale game too, yeah, as a hologram um, inside one of your characters. So, um, which is a game I beat recently too. Again, preparing for Borderlands Three, so I'm excited about it. Um, Yeah, Uh, me too. I'm
1: I'm looking, I'm interested. Uh, I feel like there's a lot more competition for that style of
0: gameplay. Yeah. than there was the last time they made a Borderlands. Or is it even, like, uh, live anymore? Remember, like, Hellgate London? Someone mentioned that in a, in a video I was watching. Like, looter shooters and stuff. Like, how was it, it? was a big thing for a while. I mean, I think it's... I mean, there's, like, Destiny and yeah, Rainbow Destiny. Six Siege. Right. and yeah. well, it's, it's like, two. That. like do you
1: unlock? Yeah, Maybe pretty sure. Like, yeah. you unlock operators and stuff and gear for the operators, I think. That's a good
0: point. I, I always kind of thought of that more of, like, an Overwatch thing. But I guess you have, like you're not unlocking characters. You're not in overwatch. You're just unlocking cosmetics and in rainbow six, you're unlocking actual utility for things and a lot of cosmetics. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. The vision is not as serious. I really played at all. Um, I mean, I like that. I'm not a huge gun guy, but you know, I'm, I like when the wackiness of the borderlands guns and stuff, you know, um, and, yeah, I mean, if they can find their niche, I think yeah. they'll be okay. Well, they were talking about like cause there's new planets in the new one too. Like you're actually hot planet hopping through the game, um and they were like talking about how they didn't want every single planet to have the same sort of um humor as like Pandora. Because they're like Pandora is this way because it's like because of its you know the culture from all the different like areas of the of the planet and stuff. And a lot of it's just a dystopian nightmare. Um, and they have these other, you know, so that has its own like kind of sick, dark humor for it and stuff. So they were like, oh, new. these other places are gonna feel differently. Like they're gonna look differently, but they're also gonna like the, the the world and the people there are gonna feel like different people. I mean, hopefully, I hope that I hope that translates, because I can't imagine that's that's a difficult thing to. I don't know. It feels like they're thinking about a lot of the decisions they're making, and it's a big writing team, obviously. I don't think. Writing teams get enough credit, and uh, anything. (laughs) So yeah,
1: writing in games is hard. It's much different than any other media, I think. Yeah. So
0: you got to interact with it, like literally. So Mm -hmm. you don't always get freedom of choice. So things you want to do. What have you been playing though, Bill?
1: Well, I've been playing a lot of one game in particular, and that is. Persona Q2 for the Nintendo
0: 3DS. Mm. I don't know if that one is.
1: <laughs> okay, so is stay like with the dancing you. one. It is not like the dancing okay. one. Dancing one is a separate thing. Got it. So there's Persona, mm-hmm. the RPG series where you're the high school kids, you go, you fight demons, you mm-hmm. discover like your independence but how to conform in society and like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then there's Etrian Odyssey, which is this Series of RPGs, usually for the DS and the 3DS, where you use the stylus to like mark down maps on the bottom screen while you navigate a dungeon in first person on the top screen. Is that the Square Enix one? They this, did two of them. This is uh, atlas. atlas. Both games these. are Atlas games. Yeah, every, every, and Odyssey Persona are both atlas. Oh, yeah, cool. And, uh, They've been doing Etrian Odyssey for a while.
0: Oh, I know game you're talking about. Yeah, no. Yeah, They're like I remember there was like four of them in the DS, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there have been a lot. And, like, they put out... My friends had told me would, like, love those games back in college. Jeez, <laughs> man. The well, uh, 3DS was a while ago. Or, D- it was a DS, I think. It was on the DS, right? Yeah, they started on the DS. Yeah.
1: They went to the 3DS. They, like, they remade a couple for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. And then they put out one, like, I guess that... If I understand correctly, it's kind of like a remix or a best of of a bunch of games called Nexus. Hmm. And that one came out, I think, like this year on the 3DS.
0: I forget They're still many 3DS games.
1: Well, Persona Q2 might be the last 3DS game that comes to America or is released in America. Wow. And so left. it's a
0: recent game.
1: Yeah, it came out a okay. couple months ago.
0: Okay. For some reason, I thought it was, like, older.
1: Well, there was Persona Q1, which oh. was just known as Persona Q... And that's it's a hybrid of the two games. I need a poster
0: to like uh, all the mapping to keep track of this. Keep going. I'm sorry.
1: So it's the Etrian Odyssey dungeon mechanics. You make the map, Mm -hmm. navigate in first person with the persona characters playing the parts. So it borrows like a lot of mechanics from the Etrian Odyssey series. There's like stuff like link damage and different Zelda? uh, Different than that. Oh. but assailments have binds to You like yeah. find materials in the dungeon and like harvesting spots. Like these are all Etrian Odyssey mechanics that mm-hmm. like then the Persona people are doing.
0: Yeah,
1: and so that game crossed over the casts from Persona Three and Persona Four. So Joker, Joker was not there yet. No. This was uh, is that that's five. That's
0: five. I forgot that there's a lot of them.
1: There are a lot of them.
0: Yeah,
1: like I think three, four, and five are part of, like, the same generation, roughly? Yeah. Like, 1 and 2, at this point, are very dated and don't have some of the same mechanics as three, four, five.
0: I played 2. I owned a copy of 2 at some point. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bought it at a military base. It was, like, it was sitting there forever. I had to go to my dad, and it was there every time, and eventually I bought it. Um, and I did not beat it. It was, like, a four-disc PS1 game or something. So.
1: It's something silly. Those games are somewhat antiquated at this, this point.
0: I think a lot of Japanese RPGs are. I think a lot, I think like a lot of traditional ones that still get made are just like there's such eighty-hour games at times, you know. And I think a lot of people. I think I think it's okay for people to have a hard time playing certain types of games when you know it's not for you, you know. But yeah, Persona's I, I always intrigued me. I heard Five is great too.
1: I liked 5 a lot. That was yeah. one of my favorite games from, like, 2017.
0: Man, wow. <laughs> Jesus.
1: If you are thinking about approaching it, you might as well wait until next year, though. They're going to release Persona 5 Royale, which is like a kind of like a director's cut of the game. Yeah. It's coming out, I think, this year in Japan, but, you know, it takes a little while to localize all that jazz. Yeah.
0: Bring it over here. Well, he's in Smash Brothers, so.
1: He is, and apparently absurdly broken. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Ooh,
0: I got to play him then.
1: Like, he's the most powerful character. He won his. The person playing him won Evo Finals this year.
0: Mm, I didn't watch that one. I watched the Samurai Showdown one because I love that series, and I considered I'd, i want to buy that game at some point. So, uh, but yeah, I uh, I watched that one. Sorry, um, and it was it was uh, what's his name. Genjuro and the main character the guy that's like all the same rest boxes I almost said
1: Haomaru?
0: Haomaru, yeah maybe? yeah, I think that's right it's, if not, it's close I think um, <laughs> but yeah, it was them it was, it was down to the, those are the mains those guys were playing so it's like the two rivals it was like it was basically like Ryu and Akuma fighting maybe not Akuma I don't know mm-hmm. Evil Ken I guess Violence can. Violence can. Yes. Yeah. Evil
1: Ryu. Violence can.
0: And Akuma. Yes. Cool.
1: And uh, so Persona Q was the three and four cast crossing over, and Q two is the three, four, five cast crossing over.
0: I get it. I think. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You sound no, like I you do. get it. I do get it. Yeah. Uh, is it good? I like it. You like it. You put the <laughs> first one. Did you be the first one.
1: I. Well, I have a complicated history of the first one because mm-hmm. I played it for a while, I put it down, I tried to pick it up, and my cartridge was bricked. Oh, no. And so then I was like, well, forget that. And then, like a year later, I was like, eh, we'll give it another try. So I played it for a while longer. That cartridge bricked, too. Oh,
0: no. So, uh, so it's a broken game.
1: It is literally
0: a broken game. Yeah, that's I think Not good, not good at all. Did you Google that to like or look it up online? To see? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean I think it's just it's a thing that happens and people have talked about it. They're like, yeah, it
0: happens with the cartridges. With all DS cartridges?
1: Well not all of them, but like a decent percentage. Oof. Woof. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Big woof. Big woof.
0: So I haven't had that problem yet with uh-huh. Q2
1: knock on wood. But yeah. uh, it is, you know, very similar to the Etrian Odyssey games very similar to the persona q mm-hmm. that you're in the dungeon you make the map you walk around and then like there's this fan servicey element of what would happen if like characters <clears throat> from the different casts got together and talked to each other
0: i mean like dated
1: uh, there's not any dating actually no dating i'm surprised I'm but yeah. play this game at all <laughs> but yeah it's like a lot of the characters like chatting and getting to know each other and like Seeing that is fun for me because I know all the characters and that's neat. Yeah, And I like the map making. I like the RPG elements. With the, all the Persona games, there's this kind of Pokemon sub game where each each human character has a Persona inside them that like, you need to level up and they get different skills. And then in Q, they each have a sub Persona which is another, basically, monster that they carry inside them. Wow. And that one has different stats and abilities. Then, you can go and fuse those sub-personas to make an entirely different sub-persona with, like, higher level, and it will inherit skills from the from its uh,
0: lineage. hmm It's hard to keep
1: track of. Like, I mean, it's a lot like Pokemon breeding. And just like you're, like... Taking two sub personas and making them into one better. Well, I haven't played personas.
0: since Silver, probably. I don't know. Ruby maybe? I think I played Ruby. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I I don't know. I, are those games good? Like the the Pikachu one that came out, Pikachu and Eevee? Like, uh are those just remakes of Yeah, I Red? think they're good.
1: I think they have like quality of life improvements that people seem to like. I haven't played yeah. them myself, but Yeah.
0: But Persona Q. Q2, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So it, it's good if you like that sort of thing.
0: I think it's like when I think Q2, I think it's quarterly. So <laughs> the I think, second quarter, yeah. It's just like them running a business. <laughs> like that's the whole thing. It's a persona business simulator. Like they're not in high school anymore. They all grew up. They met each other at the office, and they are got they got a joke who's busting some ass to make sure that their productivity goes up. Well, they
1: certainly have to do some backflips to kind of make everything make sense because mm-hmm. they are canonically supposed to be different generations. Yeah. Like the cast from 3 is older than the cast from 4 and the cast from 4 is older than the cast from 5. So, But when you meet them all, they're all the same age. So it's they're talking about, it's like, oh, so it's the year 2009 where I am. It's like, oh, it's the year 2011 where I am. Weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like Atlas games. Um, I... I do want to play uh, Persona 5. I heard it's really good. Yeah, it is good. There's a YouTube guy that I watched that was talking about how he doesn't really like Japanese RPGs, so he's like, so when I say Persona 5 is good, then you should know that I mean it. You know? It's like, these games are hard for me to get into. And, um, and I agree with that sentiment sometimes, you know?
1: Well, it's got like a large slice-of-life element to it. But, yeah. I mean, you're going through the day-to-day mundanity of... Being a high school kid, you go to class, mm-hmm. you take tests, you go on dates, you go on dates. Like you can go to the batting cages, you can go to a restaurant, eat dinner there. Heck yeah! You can go study with your friends. Yeah. So like, there's always that kind of charm to it.
0: Mm. I like those. Uh, I I I I was hoping that someone I remember seeing rumors of like they'd bring in five to the switch or something. Cool. Well,
1: you know, you'd think they would want to do that, but yeah,
0: yeah so far
1: Atlas is like, nope, PS4, that's our That's, that's our all thing. we're going to do.
0: That's all we're going to do. Um, I guess it's sold well, so why yeah. else worry? But
1: yeah. I don't know. So with Persona Q2, it's interesting because in Persona 3 Portable for the PSP, they included a female protagonist for the first and only time. You could choose to be a, play as a male high school student or a female and they have never brought that game to... And, well, they brought it to the Vita. Mm-hmm. But they, they ported it to the Vita. They never like remade it for any other system. And... I forgot about the Vita. <laughs> they, uh, they brought this character, the female main character from 3, into Persona Q2. So it's like the first time probably many people have ever seen this character, even if they're already somewhat familiar with Persona.
0: So, like, canonically, the... They're, like, the female one is the one that's, like, the, the that world. I don't know. Like, when you play Mass Effect, like... Um,
1: yeah, I don't know how it's supposed to work, because, like, this is basically saying there's a male Shepard and a female Shepard somehow. Team Fem Shep all the way. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, this game is all Team Fem because she hangs around for pretty much the whole game.
0: But, I mean, I said earlier, like, Ash is my new main... She's voiced by... Um, Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. Thank you. She's a great great captain. Great great femship. Great cowgirl. Gal, woman. Cowboy. I don't know. What do you call her? Let her decide. I, I'll, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get in the way. She's, uh, she'll snipe my ass from across the room.
1: And I guess the only thing I would say that's maybe negative to Q2... Well, two things are I don't like about Q2 are... First of all, it's really hard, Mm -hmm. which is sort of the thing with these games. They're all meant to be really hard. Yeah, i I do feel like they're really, really hard, especially the bosses. Like, there are only there are only like four dungeons in the whole game, Mm -hmm. so the first dungeon boss was tremendously hard. Yeah, and the second one was just as hard, if not harder. Yeah, and it's just like not a thing you can overcome with like grinding, really. Mm -hmm. Like, I have you know spent a decent amount of time walking around the dungeons i did all the side quests i could do to raise up everyone's level and that still wasn't enough to just like overpower the bosses you have to have a plan like you have like the second boss was killing me with like making all my uh party members confused like they had an attack that did that and uh also, one of my party members is weak to wind element attacks, mm-hmm. which means if you're hit by those, then your character is stunned for the turn and doesn't get to take a turn. So I had to like go and like get the right sub persona to make that one character resist wind attacks, and then give everyone like the anti confusion accessory, yeah, so I could beat it. Like you have to like be. Some people might, might like one enjoy way, that. There's one way to beat it. You have to you do have to adapt and yeah. like make sure you're doing the things that like counter what the boss is doing. You can't yeah. just like go at your own pace and like expect to like get through with your regular tactics.
0: There's um, a mode in Borderlands 2 actually that's called True Vault Hunter mode. And it's it's the new game plus essentially where you go back through the game and play it on a hard it, it, just boss every every creature is harder. And they had an elemental type they called slag that, like, um, like for that, there's was, like, a Vault Hunter mode after that, too, if you beat it on that one. And, like, people were complaining because they were, like, this game got gone for seven years and people, like, would speed run it or, like, play and, like, do all the, all the hard stuff. And it was, like, very specifically, you had to use certain guns and certain elemental types on every single thing you fought because you couldn't even damage it without... Utilizing certain weapons first, like to basically take their, like um, to disarm them, you know, basically, um, and apparently they're they're addressing that in the next game because um, it was just like if this became a chore, more of a chore instead of you know a, a trudge uh, than just having fun, mm-hmm. which is I just like cooperative games really probably so they should make a Persona with two player, It'd be great. <laughs> they they made some fighting games. Oh yeah. I wanted to play those. I never did. Wasn't it the people make Guilty Gear made them? Yeah, uh, yeah. Arc System Works. They did. Probably pretty good then. Arena and Arena Ultimax. Yeah. I wanted to check those out. Yeah, they're pretty cheap. I mean, they're 360 PS3. I got a 360. So there you go. I think it's actually, one of them is backwards compatible, I'm pretty sure. Mm. I've seen it in the store, so. Um, I'll have to check it out sometime and get my butt kicked. So, <laughs> I'm not super good at fighting games.
1: And then the other issue I had was just uh, they didn't localize the voice acting into English. So it's all Japanese voice acting. Which doesn't bother but, me. But really. Q1 is... Q1 they got English voice acting yeah. in it. Q2 they did not bother. Yeah. Probably because it is the last Western <laughs> 3DS game ever being released and they're just like, just get it out there. Just, just get it out there while anyone's still paying attention.
0: I wonder how much money they saved.
1: I don't know I mean I guess like if you have all three games in there that could be like 20 different voice actors maybe for all those different roles yeah so I I couldn't tell you but uh for the cutscenes it's not a problem because they have subtitles but it is a little disappointing because like in battle all the characters are talking to each other and I can understand like three words because there
0: are no subtitles for that no wow no,
1: no battle subtitles. So sometimes the character will say "level up," and I know what that means. Yeah, but I don't know the
0: other words. Let me get like a a, a dictionary or something. That, I, bet, I bet there's some person that translated all that stuff. Maybe. Yeah.
1: There's sparse documentation on this game so far. I had to go, I had to go to a message board and find someone's shared Google Doc to get like the compendium of the different persona types and, like, attacks and stuff. Yeah. So, it was not easy finding that.
0: It might be one of those games that's, like, worth more later. I feel like end-of-life cycle releases are usually lower-pressing, and lower. Pe- people are buying them a lot less, and they become rare. Even if the game's good or not. Yeah. I was looking at, like, Rare in 64 games the other day, and, like, one of them's this really bad bowling game, but it sells for, like, $100 because it's impossible to find, and collectors want, like, the, the entire library, so.
1: I wonder about that with, like... Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions slash FE for the uh, Wii U, which is another Atlas RPG that yeah. doesn't go for. It's pretty cheap right now, but yeah. like if you want to own a Wii U collection and you want to play an RPG on it, that's pretty much the only one.
0: Yeah. That is Xenoblade.
1: Xenoblade, that's another one too. Yeah. Um, and like for the 3DS, I bought a copy of Radiant Historia for, uh, because that was always a game that was hard to come by on the DS and mm-hmm. then the remake, I'm sure they didn't make a ton of copies of the remake for a game that was already pretty obscure.
0: Yeah. And they have it. Right? You still have it? You still have that I way? still have that one, okay, yeah. yeah, It's over here somewhere. Somewhere,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I your time, to? Just Persona Q2?
1: Well, some other stuff here and there, but I gotta, yeah. I gotta ration that. I gotta afford it.
0: I get it. I totally get it. I was trying to think of, like, games that I've been trying to Go back and play. I'm um, just considering starting Hollow Knight, so I heard it's really good. It is really good. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah, I'll have to
1: get into it. And you have to be up for some obtuseness, because mm-hmm. like you oftentimes don't have access to a map. Yeah. So that if you're okay with that, then I think you'll be all right.
0: I love Metroid. I'm wearing a Metroid shirt right now.
1: You are wearing a Metroid shirt right now.
0: Yeah. Like that. Uh, that's a little behind-the-scenes action for you. Yes. Bill's wearing a burger shirt.
1: Yes, this shirt I got from Threadless that's a long a time great, ago.
0: That's a great shirt. I like it. Thank the you. Threadless still around?
1: Technically, yes. I still get emails from them. All right. But I think they're, like, much diminished from where they were once. Because, <sighs> like, they don't have a physical location anymore, I don't think. They just have, like, their warehouse, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's where the first two
1: bit fashions were. Yeah. Those were fun. Actually, this shirt got recognized and complimented by a suit of 51 so
0: oh nice yeah that's awesome he's like oh
1: meat of joy i like it
0: <laughs> that's amazing yeah um well heck yeah man
1: heck yeah indeed i heck think that's yeah. as good a spot as
0: any to bring this episode to a close i haven't been playing any other games i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay you talked about three. Oh yeah you're right yeah okay that's funny okay cool uh, Chris, thank you
1: so much for coming on once again. Thank you for having me. If you want people to find you anywhere, online or in person, where can they find you?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's uh, hoops at uh, Chipsnackerson, at Chipsnackerson on Twitter. Um, and uh, if you want, uh, I made my improv team have an Instagram account now. Um, it's at CB Improv, Chicago Breakfast um, is our team name. And we do shows... Um, Pretty consistently at Laugh Out Loud Theater and IO. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and we post on our Instagram like when we have shows and stuff. So, um, you can find us at a bunch of different theaters probably.
1: Hmm. Well, we'll be on the lookout for you. Thank you. As for us, we can be reached by email at So Many Bits Podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, we're So Many Bits on there. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at So Many Bits. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please read and review or download. From Simplecast, from YouTube, we're streaming on Spotify. Uh, we play games, twitch.tv slash so many bits, Wednesday and Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. Wednesday is for Magic the Gathering Online and MTG Arena. Thursday is for a variety of different games. We've recently played on stream Super Mario Maker 2, D- Dicey Dungeons, Trauma Team, Transistor, Resident Evil 2, Cuphead. A ton of different games from a variety of different genres. Uh, if you are interested in supporting, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash so many bits for $5 a month. You get early access to each week's episode one week in advance and a variety of other benefits. Or you can go to nerdalogs.com to see this podcast plus a bunch of other great podcasts there. And thank you very much for listening. Have a great summer.